So you're an attorney and you've decided to go out on your own. Now what? You need a plan and you're not alone. Join expert host Adriana Linares and her distinguished guests on New Solo. Tune into the lively conversation as they share insights and information about how to successfully run your law firm here on Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to New Solo on Legal Talk Network. I'm Adriana Linares, your host. I'm a legal technology trainer and consultant. I help lawyers and law firms use technology better. Before we get started on a really fun episode with two of my dearest friends, we're going to take a moment to thank our sponsors. Nexa, formerly known as Answer One, is a leading virtual receptionist and answering service provider for law firms. Learn more by giving them a call at 800-267-9371 or visit them online at nexa.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Clio. Clio's cloud-based practice management software makes it easy to manage your law firm from intake to invoice. Try it for free at clio.com. And that's C-L-I-O.com. We want to thank our sponsor, Law Clerk, where attorneys go to hire freelance lawyers. Visit lawclerk.legal to learn how to increase your productivity and your profits by working with talented freelance lawyers. Thanks to courtfiling.net. E-file court documents with ease in California, Illinois, Indiana, and Texas. If you file in Los Angeles Superior Court, you know that e-filing has recently become mandatory, and courtfiling.net is there to help. All right. So... We're in Florida today, and I've come to visit my friend Liz McCausland, who has been a guest on not just my podcast, but other podcasts, and has hosted and co-hosted, but I've never really interviewed Liz about how she efficiently runs her life and practice, which she does. She's a model to all of her friends, and we all turn to her for all kinds of advice, notwithstanding that the network of people between her and her mom are incredibly impressive and whether we need a house painter, a dry cleaner, a chauffeur, um, we need to know how to cure a wart. We all turn to Liz for information like this, right, Renee? Liz is a fountain of knowledge. A fountain of knowledge and resources. It's actually very amazing. Um, Hi, Renee. Hi, how are you, Adriana? Good. Thanks for um, joining me today. Absolutely. I'm so lucky that, so Liz and Renee are headed off tonight to a- Alumni reception. An alumni reception. So uh, Renee happens to be my guest that we had on last month. So when I spend a lot of time in Florida, I tend to gravitate toward my Florida friends. So Renee, thanks for helping me co-host. Absolutely. It's always fun to have you. Um, Tell everybody a little bit about your practice before we turn to Liz and, and figure out how she has all these amazing resources. So I am a solo civil attorney and also a mediator with Upchurch, Watson, White, and Max. So I split my time between both litigating and mediating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there more? Is there anything else you'd like to share? I serve on the Florida Bar Board of Governors and have served on that for eight years, actually. It's a long damn time to serve <laughs> for a Board of Governors. I'm wondering... If you will ever reach, ascend to the highest peak of leadership at the Florida Bar, (laughs) Renee. Well, funny you mention it. I am actually running uh, for president-elect of the Florida Bar uh, in the fall. So you will see my name on a ballot in Florida. That's really exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. It is. Coincidentally, we have another friend in the room, which I'll be actually interviewing a little bit later, who's also running for an elected position among um, the Florida, the world of Florida. And everything. So it's pretty exciting. You ladies are really amazing and impressive. And oh, then there's Liz. Okay. So Liz. I'm not running for anything. <laughs> okay. No. As a matter of fact, you're done running for stuff. Done. Tell us a little bit about your practice, your past, and why you aren't running for things anymore. <laughs> well, um, I am a solo practitioner. I am what I call a recovering insurance defense attorney. So for the first 13 years of my career, I tried uh, civil cases and decided that was no longer for me. So I did a total 180, and now I practice bankruptcy and I mediate. Um, and I've been very fortunate to find a little niche in the bankruptcy world where I mediate primarily bankruptcy cases in five different states, um, and then practice locally uh, doing bankruptcies and mediations, and then 
uh, I was involved with both the Florida Bar and the Orange County Bar, um, having served as the Orange County Bar's past president, and now I'm in happy retirement from all of that. <laughs> no more running. No more running. Just from the law. <laughs> Try not to do that. <laughs> Which um, we can actually tease next month's episode because I'm going to be back here tomorrow to record next month's episode. And um, for all you listeners, you are not going to want to miss next month's episode because it's the most, it will be a really fascinating and interesting conversation and an insight into why we talk about Liz the way she does. <laughs> because your mother was once arrested. Yes. In Vietnam. Yes. And um, was put in Vietnamese, Vietnamese prison. Mm-hmm. And you have to listen to the next episode to find out how Liz helped get her out. That's a good teaser. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to find out myself. <laughs> so the reason we're all here is because you run a, a solo practice. Occasionally yes. you have a receptionist and um, an office assistant, but right now you don't. Correct. I, have a, I do have a virtual assistant. It's one of the reasons we're here. Um, you use a lot of third-party services. You are not afraid to spend money on a, um, a monthly fee or a service for deliveries or... Um, assistance. And I really wanted to talk to you about that because you're so good at doing that. And I feel like a lot of lawyers, well, lawyers are not just humans in general. We're so either not used to that or so afraid or so unsure that instead people are scrambling, trying to figure out how to balance work, life, living, and still bill and make money. So I really just wanted to talk to you about some of your favorite services. I know, Renee, you have some too, and I thought we would just have sure. have a chat about some of your favorite services that you use and why. So, Liz, we just got through Amazon Prime Day. So <laughs> <laughs> I say got through because I mean got through all the boxes, right? And I literally so, just put them outside the door. Right, right. Um, so I want you to share with the listeners how you use Amazon in your solo practice. Cause it was always something that's really impressed me about you is how you've used that service to keep your office stocked on a regular basis. So if you could just share a little bit about what you use, um, for Amazon purposes so that other folks can use it too. Oh, okay. and do you have a business account? Because mine's still personal, but it's always asking me if I want to get a business account. I don't account. have a business okay. account. It does always ask me. Um, but, you know, I, I guess, let me start by saying I don't understand the fear that people have in kind of outsourcing. I don't either. Um, there's too much. I think all of us here and probably those listening, there's just too much to remember on the day-to-day. Um, so when you talk about work-life balance, I really try to get all those little things that pile up in my head out and have someone else deal with them so that I can focus on the things I need to focus on. So one way I do that um, is by taking those little to-dos and trying to automate them so I don't have to think about them. And um, so I have the Amazon Prime shipment and I have them automatically ship certain items to me on a regular basis so I don't have to think about it. So um, every couple months I'll get a restock of toilet paper and paper towels for the office, paper for the office, anything that I know I need that I would normally put down on a to-buy list or a to-do list, um, I just get it automatically shipped. And if I don't need it that month, they send you before they ship it a little reminder that it's about to go out and you just tell it, no, skip this month and, and do it next month. And that's a whole lot quicker than making sure I pick it up while I'm at one of the local stores. That's a big time saver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's a like big a time saver. But I think... Um, but it simplifies things it does, by think, automating it. It does. And I think what happens is there are so many of you as solos that have a, an office, whether it's your home office or in Liz's case, she's got a really wonderful space. It's an, It was originally a small residence and it's on a street that's a little more um, commercial now. Obviously, it was residential at some point. So she's got a really nice office space. And to have paper towels show up, wine, do you have the wine delivered? I don't. That usually does get delivered, but not by Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Who delivers the wine? My good friends. Uh (laughs) (laughs) No, sometimes you got to rely on people. Um, I was just lamenting over the weekend with a friend who's having trouble with his dogs. So get a dog trainer. And you know, he thinks he has it all figured out. And I, and I said, I don't understand why we're so reticent to ask for help in certain parts of our lives when we as humans have been relying on other humans to help us with 
delivery of mail, of milk, of everything. Tow trucks come and take away our cars. Like, why don't we more openly just say, okay, let me get some help from some of these great party, great third party services. So, um, Amazon is a great, good start. Well, I'll tell you, I learned, I, I've worked with Renee for a lot of years. Um, we served on the Young Lawyers Board of Governors together. And one of the things that Renee was really good at um, was parceling out what everyone's strengths and weaknesses were. And um, I think I kind of parlayed that talent that she had into looking at my own life and what are my strengths and weaknesses. And remembering little things like that is not a strength. And so <laughs> I just tried to take it off my t- off my to-do list. You're actually servicing a, a weakness yes. by yes. by recognizing, and I'm the same way. But it becomes a strength. That's, it does. That's what's so awesome. Because um, how many times, well, I mean, at least in the solo world, have you thought, wow, if I had just had that delivered, it would already be here. I'm out of paper. I don't have mm-hmm. to make a Target run. I don't have to make yeah. a Staples run. And you go through that process and just, you know, taking the five steps of automating that so that it mm-hmm. asks you if you need it. Plus, you get a discount when you You automate on Amazon. Yep, you get a discount. I have an Amazon credit card. I get the points. I apply those points to other items that I need. Um, Some of them fun, some of them not so fun. Um, I have a ring doorbell that I use so that Mm -hmm. I don't have to be in the office. I can answer the door um, with the doorbell. You know, I've got pretty much everything automated. Even my home is automated to some extent so that when I come home, the lights turn on when I'm close to my house so I don't walk into a dark house. It's just the little things that make it a little bit more convenient to live my daily life. I swear, it's those little life hacks. You know, I have three different sets of keys for three different homes, and all of them have a top lock and a bottom lock. And on the set of keys, every one of the top locks has a little rubber key thing on it so that I don't even have to think about which key it is goes into the top lock. And especially when my hands are full or it's dark or it's late. I mean, it really is these little things that simplify your life. Tell me a little bit about your love for the robots. I love the robots. I love the I love robots. <laughs> <laughs> they don't love me. They, they don't love me. They think I don't speak English when I well, ask them to do things. Well, it is not your first language. So. I know. Um, you wouldn't think it is, but unfortunately it is. Um, but no, everything that I can also automate through Alexa, I do. And so when I do run out of something that is not normally Mm -hmm. on my purchase list, I just tell my friend Alexa to put it on the list. And so that when I am shopping or out and about looking to see what errands I need to do, I can quickly look and I kind of integrate it with, um, Todoist, which allows me also to tag things. So if I need to make calls um, or if I have five minutes, I can tag items that I know will only take five minutes. So when I'm sitting there for five minutes at the doctor's office, I can actually look at my list of things that have been pending and look for what, what only takes five minutes and start to knock those out. But how do you do that between Alexa and Todoist? They integrate. Using a zap or that's an Alexa skill? It's just an Alexa skill. Okay, so let's talk real quick about well, skills. Well, it's a to-do, it's a to-doist skill. It's it, a, okay. it integrates with Alexa's to-do list. Um, and so when I speak into Alexa, it appears on my to-doist. And one of the reasons I like to-doist as well is it will also email me as much as I want, but I set it for every morning, a list of my to-dos. That's a game changer. Yeah, so when I sit in the morning, I can kind of, figure out what, what things am I going to tackle today? If you're one of those people who in the middle of the night thinks of things and needs to write it down, that's perfect because you're right. literally saying, Alexa, put this on the list. And then in the morning it sends it to you. Yeah, and, that's, <laughs> and that's exactly what I do. You don't have to turn the lights on. No. no. You might wake someone up, but hey, that's okay. You've been two o'clock in the morning. You're like, Alexa, remind me to order wine in the morning. Yes. Okay. Oh, so real quick. And bill it to Adriana. (laughs) And then my Alexa immediately deletes any bills she receives from your Alexa. Um, And let's just talk real quick about skills, just in case. So there's lots of robots that Mm -hmm. we like. There's obviously Alexa and Amazon. I also have a Google Home. And um, And there's Siri. And then there's, of course, Siri, right? Is Alexa smarter than Siri? Can we just have that conversation? I I think it is, right? Maybe. But neither one of them is as smart as Google. Yeah. I have Google. Yeah. But I don't like it as much. Mm-mm. Yeah, wrong. Try again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like them all, but I, Google for certain things, like Google's hilarious. I'll say, hey, Google, what time does Floyd's on Fairbanks close? And Google says, 
Floyd's at Fairbanks closes at six o'clock. But Alexa does that too, but she goes an extra step. She goes, would you like to call them? And I say, yes. And then Alexa calls. Right. And through Alexa, while I'm doing the dishes or whatever it is I'm doing, I can make the phone call, talk through Alexa to make a reservation. So I think definitely adopting the robots and learning to love them if you haven't yet is, is just critical. Let's talk about fancy hands because you turned me on to fancy hands. Yes. So uh, for those listening, if you're not aware, fancy hands is just a virtual assistant service um, and you can buy packages of service. So I think their lowest package is $29.99 mm-hmm. and it gives you six Five. Is it five? Okay. I, I think, think it five. used to be six. Um, but so five 20 minute increments um, of time. So uh, it works out to be less than I would have paid my assistant to do these tasks. And so a lot of times I will ask fancy hands to do tasks that I wouldn't ask my assistant, but it, so it would fall on me. So things that I've asked in the, in the past, um, I got my mom a Fitbit, it died. I asked them to look up what the warranty was. The next thing you know, I had a new Fitbit on my doorstep as a replacement. Um, I've asked them to shop for uh, gifts for clients who, you know, I tell them the specifications um, and they send me a list of 10 things to choose from. And I choose one, obviously, and they can purchase for you if you give them authorization for anything under $200. Mm-hmm. So they can order flowers, make appointments. Um, I've had them do spreadsheets for mm-hmm. me. I have too. Um type for me. I've had him research. Uh, I found a cheap flight out of Baltimore. I've had him research, you know, what's the connecting flight from Orlando to Baltimore that I can use my miles on this airline. Um, and they give me a list of, of what flight I need to book that meets those specifications. So they can be used for anything that you don't need, you know, hands on in the office. Do you use them, Renee? I use them all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what kind of things do you use them for? So anything that's not client confidential, I use them for. Mm-hmm. Um, Liz mentioned spreadsheets. I use them for spreadsheets all the time. Um, you talk about knowing what your strengths and weaknesses are. Spreadsheets were never a strength for me. I knew how to do it, but the formulas took me forever, and it was just not worth my time. And asking my assistant to do it if it wasn't their strength, same problem. So now I just send it to them, and it comes back all put together together. And it works Mm -hmm. and it just, um, you know, saves that little bit of extra time, that extra stress of not having to, um, sit there and try to figure it all out. So it just, I use them quite a bit also just for retyping things Uh or, you know, kind of making things, um, look a certain way. Um, I've actually had them help me with presentations before. Um, you know, if I've had to give a presentation on a particular topic, they've done research for me. They've helped me put it together into a PowerPoint. Um, they've, you know, done imaging for that. I mean, they've just, like I said, whatever it is that you need to do that is frankly just draining your time, um, think about can you delegate it to them. And there, it's interesting how the service works because it's web, you don't typically talk to a human, you put in your task either just you online. You can call, you can text. Or, or you there's can, an app, yeah. right, and you can text. So you can upload your task and any associated documents and they have them, they're all in the U.S., they're U.S.-based, mm-hmm. and they work 24-7-ish. Yes, yes. So basically, if you put in a task on a Monday evening, there's a chance that it's in your inbox by the time you get into the office on Tuesday because they must just employ people who work from their homes at whatever hours they want and people log on. And I think you can actually go on the website and it'll show you a map of the U.S. where um, fancy hands are currently logged in and working. Oh, that is really neat. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's been a really, really helpful. I mean, they did all my labels for my Christmas cards. I was going to say, yeah, I sent them. Things that are just time consuming that need to be done right, need to look good. But at the same time, you don't want your staff wasting time on it. You don't want to waste time on it. I feel like they're highly trained professional admin assistants is I think how I would put it. So that's very good. Um, what else do you got on your list of bag of tricks? I'd love to pick up my phone and check, but yes, you know, I just <laughs> lost my phone. Liz's phone is at the bottom of Tampa Bay right now. Liz uses Trello. Yes. Oh, yes. So we got to talk about Trello because I think that has so much potential, especially with automation. I just started using it. Me too. And um, Because of Liz. It is the first, and I use it for a to-do list. I know you're supposed mm-hmm. to use it for workflow. No, you, and can, you can use you it can for do, to-do You can use list. it for whatever you want, but I'm 
super into it now. And I use it a lot with Zaps from Zapier. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have it so that in Gmail, if I star an item, it puts it in my Trello board and then I can move it. In Outlook, if I flag an item, it also will take that whole email and put it on my Trello list. If I, oh, and every board has an email address, which yes. I like, so that you can forward any of your emails into a Trello board and then, you know, figure out where to organize it. So I really mostly use it for a to-do list, but you are very good at using it for workflows and planning. I use it <laughs> for a lot plan. of planning and I'm, I'm a nerd about it. So I've got, anytime I take a trip, I put all of the details on the trip on there. So did you upgrade your account? No. So it's just no. the free Trello. Yeah. Oh, just the free Trello. Yeah. So, um, I'll take pictures of, you know, the, the flight information, the hotel reservations, the number for the airport pickup and transfer. And then I invite anyone who's traveling with me onto the board so that we're not all trying to dig through our emails to find information and we're not having to print off stuff. It's all with us. Um, I also use it. I have one that um, I put all the things that I want to do. So like a bucket uh, list. It's, it's, that's what it's called. It's called my bucket list. It's got restaurants. It's got movies, TV shows. You know, when anybody says, have you watched this show? I just put it on the board that next time I'm looking to spend needless hours on the couch <laughs> binge watching, <laughs> I can choose from one of many things. Um, I keep a reading list because I do a lot of audiobooks, um, And so I don't just have an audible account. I use um, Hoopla and one other library um, account so I can get free audiobooks as well as Audible. And then I also have a Kindle and then I also buy books. So sometimes I don't recall which books I've read or which books I purchased and have um, and in what format they are. So I keep a board that has like ongoing reading or things I've read this year. And then it has a little flag that says whether it was an audiobook or a physical book. So when I try to loan it to someone, or tell them about it, I can see if I have it in a, in a loanable format. Now, I have it from a pretty good anonymous source that if someone is vacationing with you <laughs> and you have shared a Trello board mm -hmm. and someone mm -hmm. asks a question, I which say, could- I put it on the Trello board. Which could, be, <laughs> <laughs> which could be answered by looking at the Trello board. Yes. Oh, you know, it's another, a demerit. Thing, I, another thing I use that I love to use is <laughs> splitwise when you're traveling. Okay. Because, you know, someone is always having to get the Uber and someone else is, if you go to a restaurant, instead of splitting the checks you know, amongst many cards, you have one person pay and then they just input it. And splitwise at the end of the trip, it tells you it's just like a spreadsheet. It just keeps a running spreadsheet. And at the end of the trip, it tells you how much you owe each person. Wow. And that's it. What? Makes things so easy. So much easier. So much easier. Um, is that an app? It's an app. It's called Splitwise. Really smart, especially because people travel in groups all the time. All the time. And especially for conferences and, I, and work and stuff. And I hate to owe people. So, you know, I want to make sure that. That's funny because our anonymous source, which is sitting over there quietly, mm -hmm. hates it when people owe her. So Splitwise probably helps everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, let's take just a quick break and listen to a couple of messages from some sponsors. We'll be right back. Courtfiling.net, your solution for electronic filing in California, Illinois, Indiana, and Texas. Courtfiling.net provides a better e-filing experience so you can spend more time helping clients. Because they know that work sometimes happens after hours, Courtfiling.net offers 24-7 phone, email, and chat support. Visit them at Courtfiling.net to receive 30 days of unlimited free electronic filings and see how you too can e-file court documents with ease. If you're missing calls, appointments, and potential clients, it's time to work with Nexa Professional. More than just an answering service, Nexa's virtual receptionists are available 24-7 to schedule appointments, qualified leads, respond to emails, integrate with your firm software, and much more. Nexa ensures your clients have the experience they deserve. Give them a call at 800-267-9371 or visit them at nexa.com forward slash podcast for a special offer. Okay, and we're back. I'm at the law office of Liz McCausland in Orlando, Florida. My dear friend Renee Thompson is here. Hi, Renee. Hi, Adriana. We're just talking about making our lives easier and using services. And I think if I ever sat down and added up what I pay for some of these monthly services, I'd be terrified. Okay, uh, the next thing I want to talk about is delivery services. So I use Shipt. I use Instacart. Great. 
Do you use any of this? I just do pickup delivery. So I do oh, online and yeah. go to Target and they put it in your car and you go home. So. And you know what I love about that? If you ever use, um, it used to be called Ebates and it's now some name that I'm going to butcher. Um, but the Ebates, you can, it, it gives you cash back. Mm, like Rakuten or whatever. Rakuten, that's mm. what it's called now. And so that gives you cash back. So you can actually do the pickup in store and it just is like, getting a discount. So sometimes it's 10% cash back. You're going to go to the store anyway. They've already pulled it for you. It's just waiting there. You walk in, you get it, and you've gotten 10%. That's really smart. Cash back. I can't even do that kind of math. Um, so I use Shipt, and I love Shipt, which is a grocery delivery service. But I think they also deliver from Costco, ABC, different, mm -hmm. and you use Instacart. Um, what I love about those services is I can have things delivered to my office or I can have it delivered to my Orlando home mm -hmm. when I'm Orlando or I can use it in New Orleans. So as these services just become more ubiquitous and available even, I mean, New Orleans took a while to get it. And now that it has it, I'm so happy because I don't have a car in New Orleans. So having right. all this stuff delivered is, is really helpful. And Walmart is actually experimenting with a service in three areas. Um, the only one in Florida is going to be Vero Beach, but they will not only... Um, purchase, you know, you purchase your groceries, they will deliver them, they will put them in your fridge for you. So that's next level, how that's they're awesome. going to do things. So can I tell a quick funny story? Um, I was, I had the shipped deliverer, a shipped shopper in New Orleans that oh, yeah. she was so fun and funny, just texting me about the groceries. I don't know that. Um, and then she kindly dropped them off and I wasn't there and blah, blah, blah. So then somehow I just kept messaging with her and I said, by the way, do you do any other sort of concierge service? <laughs> Since you're here. <laughs> and so nice. And she's like, no, what do you mean? And I said, well, I only live here part-time. And oftentimes I need someone to go by my apartment and water my plants. Or I've had a package delivered and I just need some help. And this lady and I have become friends and she has been helping me for almost two years that way. And I have a friend in Orlando who's a part-time stay-at-home mom who just wanted a little bit of money. Um, and I have her run errands for me every week because I travel a lot. I have her go to the post office, pick up, drop off, dry cleaning. Um, it's as simple as putting a message on Facebook that says, hey, does anybody know someone who has a couple of spare hours just looking to run some errands? I, pay, I think I pay a little more than I need to. I pay $20 an hour because I want them to keep helping me. But I think you could really find someone for $15, $18, $20 an hour to get all of these things off of your list. My friend Jen that helps me here in Orlando, I give her one gas tank a month also. So she really runs around for me and helps me with these dumb, mundane things I don't have time for the limited time that I am in Orlando. She's dropped off things here for you. Yes, yes, she's amazing. So um, I think a lot of what I'm trying to say is ask for help, get help. Many of us are just, we're overworked, overrun, underpaid. There's never an empty task list. Have you ever seen a to-do list that's completely crossed off? If you did, you would be unemployed. Yeah, you're dead. You're dead. And, and when you say it's as easy as going on Facebook, I have a virtual assistant who works from her home, and she is actually an old secretary of mine from my old law firm. So she, uh, when I left, um, she stayed. And then when she retired, I reached out to her about helping me. And so she works from home and makes her own hours and does what I need to get done, done. Um, but she does it all from the comfort of her home and she's retired, so she's just making a little income on the side. There's no obligation to come into the office, dress up, you know, she just makes How do you communicate hours. with her? Like, how do you give her her to-do list? Uh, what she does is pretty much the same okay. all the time. Um, she does a lot of what we call my portal work. So I, as I said, I mediate um, in five different states and they all upload their documents to a portal. So she goes on the portal and um, checks to see if any of them need to be scheduled for mediations and she does all my mediation scheduling. So mostly we communicate by email and from time to time we'll pick up the phone and, and just talk. So I share with Jen, my friend that helps me here in Orlando, the iPhones, we both have iPhones and you can share a note so just in the notes mm -hmm. app. So I'll either put things in there or I'll say, Siri, add pickup prescription from CVS to my Jen to-do list. And there it goes. She crosses it off once she's done it. 
then she just gets rid of it and I know that it's been done. Mm -hmm. So there's really a lot of ways to, to communicate with someone who isn't in your presence all the time. Speaking of which, Fiverr, Upwork, mm -hmm. Thumbtack. I use them. I, <laughs> I do too. Um, and I'll, I'll tell a story real quick. I'm helping an, an attorney who's leaving her big law firm, uh, Katie. Remember, mm -hmm. we, we don't have to say last names, but we can say Katie. And today I was talking to her and she, I said, have you gotten your firm logo? She goes, oh my God, I did. She goes, and I paid, are you ready? What do you think I paid? I was like, I don't know, $500. She goes, no, I paid $25. And I thought, Fiverr? She goes, how did you know? So um, tell us about Fiverr. So I use Fiverr, Fiverr. A lot. Um, I use fiber for totally different yeah, reasons. I, <laughs> I use fiber a lot um, for things that, number one, I don't know how to do. I'm not a graphic design artist. Um, so I have used them many times to design graphics for me for um, either an event or I do crafting on the side. So if a friend needs a t-shirt made or something like that, and I just need the design so that I can cut it on my little cricket uh, in my decompression time. <laughs> They're all laughing at me. Um, then I go and I have I have them create the design. Um, but then I've also used Fiverr for um, things like translating documents. Um, and uh, my dad, uh, I had a card made for him, like a caricature of him drawn for a Father's Day card. So you can get anything done on there. But you do have to be careful with who you use because I, I a lot of times it is people from... Um, other countries, and they may not understand some of the things that you're asking really clearly. Um, like I said, I'd like the Georgia peach in this logo, and she had no idea what that was. So a peach named Georgia? A peach. She didn't know. It was not the Georgia peach. It was, it, it was I just wanted a peach in the logo, and Hard so on. that took some back and forth. But um, what, if you vet them well, which clearly I, I didn't vet that well on that one. But lesson if you, learned. Vet, lesson learned. If you vet them well, you shouldn't have those problems. I think our anonymous source in the corner here had her logo designed for her cottage business on Fiverr. And it's F like Frank, I, V like Victor, E, R, R, dot com. And I think it started because originally everything was $5 on mm -hmm. there. But of course, the service Now grew. it's $5 increments. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fiverr, 10, That's 15, That's the extra R. <laughs> so... Great. So Fiverr is good for graphic design, creative work, um, crafty work. Mm -hmm. And then Upwork, which I use all the time, is really good for heavy-duty administrative work. So if you have, um, let's say you, you go to a conference and come back with 200 business cards and scan them all. I have someone on Upwork that I have been using now for about a year that does that sort of just data entry for me. And this is so terrible. They Three dollars an hour. I, I can't even handle it. I pay her five. I'm like, let me pay you five. I can't, how, how could I yeah. ever pay anyone three? And then I, I envision her saying to her husband, there's this crazy American that wants to pay me $5 an hour. But I mean, I can't imagine not paying her $5 an hour. And she gets the work done overnight because she's overseas and it's, it's been really great. So I love Upwork for administrative work. And you can do get sophisticated Yes. It help on there too. I'm giving a, a very simple data entry example, but and I use Thumbtack for any kind of professional services. Yes. So I know there are other some attorneys who actually are on Thumbtack, but I don't I don't use it for anything legal. I always use it for um, professional services like uh, we used them once because we needed a photographer. Um, we've also I have also used them to mount a TV onto a wall. Um, to do some various repairs. Yep, I had my house pressure washed for ninety nine dollars. Yes, mm -hmm. it's a small house, um, but it's still amazing. Yeah, yeah. So Thumbtack is really more like local humans that are that do home repairs, delivery, house cleaning, and that sort of stuff. And when you post, they basically they bid um, or they give you what their services are and their price range. And so it's a way of finding out who they are and then you can interview them and decide who you want to end up with. And don't the two of you use Facebook's marketplace a lot? I do. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah I do. Facebook marketplace is really good for local things. So 
if I needed an extra chair for the office or if I needed a bookshelf or just something and you can go on there and put in a search and see if anyone in the local area has what you need. Is it so, like a Craigslist? Like a It is, but, but you can actually see it and, you know, you're not dealing with, you know, just a, a written document. I mean, it's a true picture and it has all of the information about whatever it is. It's like a big flea market online in yeah. some ways. So, um, but you can put in the area that you want to get it. Um, and you can find some really neat things. Like my mom, um, is, was a real China buff. So she had a particular pattern that she was always looking for. So I used to go on there and try to find the particular pattern. Yeah. Somebody else was getting rid of a set or whatnot. Uh -huh. And then you could find it on there. And even if it was in Orlando or somewhere else, the next time I went through, I could stop and pick up whatever I needed. So they have some unique things like that, that if you, you know, you follow it, you can definitely, definitely do well, especially for office furniture. Well, great. Well, let's take another quick break, listen to a couple messages from some sponsors. Then we'll come back and talk about more technology tools and services, maybe focus on some stuff that helps us run our businesses better. Imagine what you could do with an extra eight hours per week. That's how much time legal professionals save with Clio, the world's leading practice management software. With intuitive time tracking, billing, and matter management, Clio streamlines everything you do to run your practice from intake to invoice. Try Clio for free and then get a 10% discount for your first six months when you sign up with the code NEWSOLO10. That's NEWSOLO10. And do that at Clio.com, C-L-I-O.com. Law Clerk is where attorneys go to hire freelance lawyers. Whether you need a research memo or a complicated appellate brief, our network of freelance lawyers have every level of experience and expertise. Signing up is free and there are no monthly fees. Only pay the flat fee price you set. Use rebate code NEWSOLO to get a $100 Amazon gift card when you complete your next project. Learn more at lawclerk.legal. All right, and we're back. We've had a lot of good ideas and some fun chit-chat with Renee and Liz about the services that we use to help make our lives easier. So I thought we would talk a little bit more about some of the technology that we use, especially in running your solo practices. Um, I know you're both practice management users that use mm -hmm. Clio. Yes. Renee takes it to an extra level and uses net documents, Liz McCausland. I know. Okay. But, but I have a good reason because I have that virtual assistant mm -hmm. to use the mm -hmm. Office 365 because mm -hmm. we're both in the same document at the same time. If listeners could see my face. I know. I know. I know. Right. I'm sorry, net documents. I know you're awesome. Just don't understand how you manage your documents without it. Um, all right. So let's talk about some other things. Like you're a big fan of the password manager. Yes. Which so, one do you use? I use RoboForm, and I'll tell you why I chose that one. Okay. Oh, good. Um, I'd like to hear. Yeah. So one of the reasons I chose it, I use it, obviously, because I have so many different ways that I work a lot remotely, so so many different ways that I access um, websites, et cetera, and so um, it helps me to keep all the passwords. But because I do have a virtual assistant, um, I also share a document with her because you can give people permissions for certain documents. I don't want her having the password to my life, but I do want her to have passwords to the things that we both have to be in because many of them require us to change the password every 60, 90 days. Right. And so rather than always having to email in an unsecure format to her and tell her I changed the password, I can just share that RoboForm with mm -hmm. her, make the change on the RoboForm, and she sees it. If she gets locked out, she can look at it and say, oh, we had to change the password. Do you use a business account for that? A I team do. account? Okay, so. I do. And then it, it wasn't that much. And I'll tell you the. $19 a year yeah, for regular. It, it really, and I'll tell you the main reason I got that account was because I wanted to change, I wanted to save documents in case of my death that yes. had what my accounts are for right. my relatives to, to know about. about. Um, Renee and I uh, hope to open a business and I saved all of the, the websites, et cetera. And if I pass, I want her to have that information mm -hmm. and be able to, to enter into that, that account and make it hers and everything else. And so that was the main reason because RoboForm allowed me to share specific documents with specific people. You mean specific passwords? Well, the document itself. So I can share a whole folder of information with Renee. 
Not comprende. <laughs> <laughs> so I can give Where's her, the folder? It, it's in RoboForm. So Oh, like one of those um, safe notes? Is yes. Is that what you mean? Yes, oh, okay, exactly. Okay. So okay. I can share a safe okay. note with her that tells her all the information. And same with my family. Sorry. I was like, where? Oh, document? <laughs> What's this? Okay. No, that's, you're right. So RoboForm, and, and we'll talk about RoboForm, but if you use LastPass or OnePass or Dashlane, they're all in the same family and they're all going to do the same thing. But you might not realize they have some advanced features. Do you use RoboForm? Okay. Yes. Do you use RoboForm? Yes. So that's funny. That's the one I use too. It allows me to save my credit cards in there, safe notes, um, all of my mom's passwords so that, and Henry's password. So yeah, it, it does a lot more than just store your password. So it saves credit cards, safe notes, bookmarks, and it's, it works across all your browsers and on all your that's devices. That's why I that's got me. it. Yeah. That's, that's why me. I got it. And they're all the same. So whether you use RoboForm or one of its competitors, just make sure you're using all of its features. Before I well, forget, oh, go. And as someone whose mom was uh, arrested, arrested and uh, held, um, when you have that happen and you're trying to figure out someone's life right. and bills and accounts and everything else, having a document like that is invaluable. So how many times have I texted you and the anonymous person in the room my master password? So I have a master password, which we all do. And, you know, I trust obviously my dearest friends and my mom and my boyfriend with it, which so that if I, if something happens to me, whether I'm incapacitated or I actually die, they have that one password. I hope, hopefully among seven people, somebody has written it down. <laughs> it's safe. Somewhere. On my phone in the ocean. <laughs> so that somebody can go to RoboForm and look up my insurance and my banks and my credit cards. Jesus, people help me. God. I'm sure it's backed up. I'm sure it's backed up somewhere. Um, Liz, tell us real quick. You recently went on a trip to Italy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And normally you work on your iPad. Yes. And you called me up and said, I want something more than the iPad, but not bigger than the iPad. And you wanted to be able to use, I mean, like ask for the world and you will get it, Liz McCausland. <laughs> and you wanted to be able to use two screens because yes. we all agree that two screens it's preferred is way if not necessary I'm much more productive and right. i know everything has split screen now but i am much more productive with no, two screens split screen doesn't work even if no. they're tiny screens yes okay so talk about what you did after, okay after a consult so i uh obviously consulted with the expert adriana linaris <laughs> and um i ended up getting a surface go not the Pro. Right. Because um, for me, the Go was a better size. It's small and portable, and it has cellular. It's the same size as, as my iPad. A standard iPad. Mm -hmm. And a third the price of a full-blown Surface. Exactly. And because it has the cellular, I can use it anywhere. Um, and so I bought it also because all of my documents, et cetera, are in Office 365. Um, and since I was going to be gone in Italy... I wanted to be able to check on my office, check on my work from there. Um, and so I now have the Surface and I still bring my iPad because one thing is I know I'm a sucker. If I don't want to do something, I will find anything Any. to do but that. So yeah. I'll go on social media or I'll oh. shop. So my Surface just Poshmark has just work. Sucks my life away. Exactly. <laughs> so I just have my work on my Surface, but um, my oh. iPad's for everything fun. And then when I'm working, I will connect my iPad to my Surface using Duet. And then I have two screens because you can drag and drop just like you were in the office with two screens. Um, and Duet is an app. Do you remember it's what you paid for it? At the time that I got it, it was actually free. Oh. Um, I have, in terms of automation, I have if this, then that. Mm -hmm. And I asked it to tell me if when apps went um, on special for free. <laughs> I got it on special too through that mm -hmm. same process. Oh, you did? Yeah. I did. I think I paid like $5 for it. So do you that. use your iPad and a Surface as well? I do. Okay. For Duet. Yeah. You can also use your cell phone. I mean, you don't mm -hmm. need, if yeah. you don't have your iPad with you, because I don't always carry my iPad. I yeah. normally have my Surface mm -hmm. with me. Yeah. You can use a phone or you can use um, a laptop, desktop, you any, know, anything. Any, any monitor. Any, any, yeah. any monitor. Yeah. Do you remember what you paid for your Surface Go? 
I just got it, but it was under a thousand dollars. I know that, but oh, that was sure. with the that was with the keyboard, with the keyboard and the pen, and you know. So you got everything. I got I think everything. They start at three ninety nine or four ninety nine. Then the keyboard's a hundred, and then the pen is right. You and, can get a an off market pen, but you know the pen's probably sixty dollars. Okay, so for less than a thousand dollars, you got a full blown Windows device mm-hmm. that was lightweight. You can use as a tablet if, if you need, but it's the same size as your iPad, and you were able to travel with both of them. And I did. Yes. Okay. And then uh, taking a train from Rome to Tuscany, I just did my work on the train. So hard being Liz McCausland. It is. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you, Renee, do you know if Melanie still uses Rent the Runway? She does. Okay, um, so this is, we're going to switch real quick because I didn't want to not mention that for, for those. She uses it on mostly formal occasions now. A, she used to use it. She used to use it almost daily. Let's um, talk about it. So. Because I think any lady listeners will appreciate this tip. So Rent the Runway has, um, you have the ability to basically rent clothes through the app and they will send you high end, um, really nice, even couture clothes that you can rent for a very limited amount of money. Um, so those things you may wear once if it's a formal dress and you're probably not going to wear it again anyway. So it really works well, especially if you need it in a formal setting. And she has them delivered to her hotel where she's going to a special event sometimes. And then, so it delivers to the hotel. Yes. And then I think she ships it right back out from the hotel after she's worn it. If I remember if you Yes. If you're traveling, they will ship it to wherever you want and give you the garment bag to return it as well. Cause they do all the dry cleaning and everything that goes with that. So, I mean, unless you're in a, a place that has a rent the runway stores like Chicago oh. or DC, where you actually want to go in and try on no. what is you're renting, maybe it's a really special occasion. Um, and they will do a fitting for you at those stores if you really are the kind of person who needs hands on. Um, but if not, if you once you figure out which styles and which designers work for you, um, you know, you pay a fraction of the cost to be mm-hmm. able to wear those items. And like I said, put it in a bag and send it back right from wherever you're right. at. And they have an unlimited now, if you really think you're going to use it a lot, they have it an unlimited that you pay a monthly fee. I pay monthly for Stitch Fix, which I like. I, oh, I, is that a styling have, service? Is it, that it where is, they it is. send you clothes yeah, to buy? Um, like Latote is kind of like rent the runway for everyday clothes. Latote. Okay, got mm-hmm. it. So I use Stitch Fix and I get to keep the clothes if I want at a discount yeah. price. And, and Amazon does the same. And our anonymous source just mm-hmm. noted that apparently Ann Taylor Loft is starting a delivery service. So for even for clothes, I'll tell you, I never want to leave my house or apartment or office. I, I mean, you really I don't have to. I can't stand <laughs> going into retail stores anymore. Like to walk into a mall is absolute torture for me. It's the parking. It it's is. the hassle that goes along it's with dragging your bags around. Air conditioning. I mean, that's what grocery shopping has become for me. I mean, oh, all that lugging of everything. That's why it. I love the pickup delivery option. So. You know, I will tell you right now, if you're looking to save money and you go through a grocery store the way I do, like an octopus, mm-hmm. just pulling things off of both sides <laughs> of the shelf. <laughs> it's true. You save money. You save by using the service. money by using these delivery services. Mm-hmm. One more that I just want to mention, because I'm thinking about Melanie, which we should actually give her a shout out for her business. Our friend Melanie Griffin. Um, she is, runs Spread Your Sunshine. Spread, is it spreadyoursunshine.com? I believe so. She's really neat. But doesn't she also use driver because she doesn't like driving herself places? Yes, she I does. Want, I haven't had occasion to use it, so but she, I did sign up. So she, driver with a Y. D- right. But she very much was like you. She found one she liked from driver and then started hiring oh. yes, him she, all the time. She uses that. Um, there's a designated driver service Be where she DD. lives. Yeah. Where if you go out one evening and you want them to actually come get your car and take it back, they will do that as well. So there's lots of services that can help you. Well, my shipped shopper also became my driver to and from the airport. <laughs> so, <laughs> But it makes sense. I mean, if you are a professional solo practitioner at your hourly rate and you are driving somewhere. And you're married and you have kids yeah. and you've got family. I mean, how do you not figure out how to employ all of these great services and tools? I just, I hope we've inspired And people. you really can do them affordably though. Yeah. You know, like there are ways you should save money with them. Um for one, not going shopping for sure, yourself. Not going to the grocery store. Um, you know, and or time. to the to the mall where, you know, I go crazy. Ship mm-hmm. sends I mean what did I just say? Stitch fix. Stitch fix sends a shipment. I just turned it to every other month though, because I don't need that much new clothes. But it really does save me money. If I go into a store and they're having a sale, I mean, forget about it. 
Well, and time is money. Yeah. You know, so it saves a lot of time as well. Yeah. Well, ladies, this has been really great and really fun, and I absolutely appreciate your your time and your willingness to share all of your resources and the way you all run your busy, busy practices. If anyone wants to find, friend, or follow you, let them know how they can do that. Renee? Uh, you can find me on pretty much every social media platform. Um, but if you're on Twitter, I'm at Legally Renee. Um, on LinkedIn, Renee Thompson. Renee, congratulations on being named a Fast Case 50. Oh, yes. thank you. Very excited yeah. about that. <laughs> We're everyone's big fans of Fast Case, and what an honor that is to it's be huge. recognized as a leader in technology. Good job, Renee. Thank you. And Liz, well, you're just retired from all that now. Yeah, without a phone, I don't have anything. <laughs> no, you got nothing. Um, but why don't you tell everybody how they can find friend or follow you if they're interested in learning more, asking you some questions about... Oh, and wait, let's say one more thing. Uh, mediation training? Yes. Let's talk about that real quick. Okay. So Liz and I are starting an endeavor where we're actually becoming mediation trainers Love. and starting our own company. So we will actually be training mediators all over the state of Florida very shortly. That is so cool. Yeah, we're very excited. Well, good. Well, when that gets out there, we'll make sure and, and, and boost your awareness, boost the awareness of your awesome endeavor. And Liz, we have some other things that'll be coming soon. So we'll have to tell you those when they happen. We're all just a bunch of busy little entrepreneurs. <laughs> we're all just, Makes life fun. That's what it, makes life fun. It does. And it's really great when you can do it with good friends. Absolutely. So, thank you guys. Liz, don't forget to tell us where we can find friend followers, stalk you. Um, well, I'm on Twitter, but I don't know my name. I think it's at Liz oh, McCausland. <laughs> I think it's just your name, Don't you Liz. have an automation? <laughs> do you have an automation for this? I do, but I don't have my phone anymore. Um, so it's at Liz McCausland. It's uh, L-I-Z-M-C-C-A-U-S-L-A-N-D. Um, I'm also on Facebook and um, on Instagram, I'm what my law school professor used to call me. So it's L Fosby, L F as in Frank, O S B E E. Cute little pet name. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening to another episode of New Solo on Legal Talk Network. If you like what you've heard today, we'd love for you to share the episodes, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, and remember, you're not alone, you're New Solo. Thanks for listening to New Solo with host Adriana Linares. Tune in again to learn more about how to successfully run your new practice solo here on Legal Talk Network. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. If you're a lawyer running a solo or small firm and you're looking for other lawyers to talk through issues you're currently facing in your practice, join the Unbillable Hours Community Roundtable, a free virtual event on the third Thursday of every month. Lawyers from all over the country come together and meet with me, lawyer and law firm management consultant Christopher T. Anderson, to discuss best practices on topics such as marketing, client acquisition, hiring and firing, and time management. The conversation is free to join, but requires a simple reservation. The link to RSVP can be found on the Unbillable Hour page at LegalTalkNetwork.com. We'll see you there.